Welcome to Arpanini. This is Saratova Beth. We are doing Shariuchud. This is part two. Um, we are doing now chapter one from the Middle Rebbe, and we're saying it's an explanation on what exactly our life's mission is. Our life's mission is to step into, to live, to experience, to embody, and then to teach and to spread and infect everyone else with Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. How do we know that? The Midler Rebbe told us and is telling us. It's his birthday week right now. We're in the first week of the month of Kisle. His birthday is Tess Kisle. And now we're in chapter one of the Midler Rebbe and we talked about, uh, and we have a tool that the Midler Rebbe gave us to step into understanding this one and only thing that there is to do, which is the exact same thing as Lahavi Lamaisa Mashiach. You know, call you Unfold the Geula, usher in the the days of Mashiach. That's our. It's not our second job. We don't have two jobs. It's all the same job. It just has two different names. Pick the name you like. So the Middle Rebbe is saying, I'm giving you a tool, because sorry, what do you think when we usher in the Geula? What do you think we're going to do in the Geula? Step into and live and experience and unfold and allow to blossom through every talent and every means we have, the deepest understanding and oneness with Hashem and the relationship of Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem. So the Middle Rebbe gives us a tool and a tool in order to be able to do that, to step into it. So, and the Middle Rebbe says there are three parts when you're understanding an idea. There's the width of it, that's in the last, the last first audio, and there's the length of it, the width of it is all it's all the details of the explanation. You'll hear it in the first audio. The length is how much you can bring it down to the level of a child. And the depth of it is, you know, what it really is, the main nakuda, you know. So what's the point? What's the point? Just get to the point. That's the point. The nikra aymeka musad. So the essential nakuda, kach aymeka muskal hu bechinas etzem nakudasai. The aymeka of an idea is this essential nekudah, kamoshahu, as it is. No, tell me the point already, as it is. That's it. Aymek Amusko. The nikra Aymek Amusag. It has another name. Aymek Amusag. Now, it's called the Aymek of the Musag. Now, you want to know something about this essential point? The Aymek of the, of the Musag? It's like grasping it in its very depth. And short, too. So you want to know some info about it? Yeah. So imagine if you're expanding and expanding and going, you know, it's just it's just proliferating. The understanding of this dot. There's a dot. Oh my goodness, I see a dot. Well, that's that's not a dot. That's the whole point of what we're trying to explain. Honey bunch. Okay. So. Now I got the dot. You know, we, we say to people, no, what's the point? So you tell them the point, and they still don't get it because it's too concentrated. So once we get to the Aymekamusa, the dot, then our next demand would be, could you please explain it a little bit? So the more it expands, the Hesper Saga, the Cholzad, so now we start to explain it to the right, to the left, all the details broaden it, the Reich of Gadol. Become a protein. And now we start to add 
all those details. That's what, that's what they didn't want to hear in the first place. They said, just tell me the point. Then you tell them the point. They say, okay, expand on it. So now we're expanding on it. That's the, once we expand this point, the kach ayrech ba'itamayurida, um, and when it's coming down, the gambachinus agvola maila, and, and, and how high up it goes, lahaskil, mimenu, oid, lamaila mimenu harbe. Um, I guess these words are saying, you know, when you're going to take this point that everybody wants to tell me the point, and you're going to now really explain it, it's going to involve many, many, many details. It's going to go to the point, the depth, it's called Aymakrayim. Now, we need to think, because, you know, take a breath. Okay, don't worry. Now we're going to become graphic, and now we're going to start to see it, right? We can only hear these concepts so much, and we're like, oh, that sounds so deep. I wonder what she said. No. Now we're going to have a little cartoon, and we're going to picture it, so it'll get easier. The Mithra is very sensitive to the fact that we can only hear so many cryptic concepts, and then we start to um, look for the cookies or make another cup of coffee, or fall asleep, or think the speaker is so brilliant, or feel inadequate that we don't understand it, and any on all of those things. So then the midwife says, no, no, don't get scared. Let's have a visual. Now that all the artists come into the picture, let's have a visual. So picture the following. What is Einik Ryan? It's obviously like a very lofty depth. What could be a lofty depth? Well, okay, picture a river. Picture the water moving really strongly, really strongly. We said in the other, the first audio, it's called Strain, Strain. So it's moving really fast in this river. Lamaila, Maila, higher and higher. Oh, Bismana Mabel. Remember the flood, the Mabel? The water was moving very strong. Otherwise, people could have taken a little break, taken a little relaxing swim. Just, you know, if you wanted to get away from the elephants and the giraffes in the, in Nayaf's ark, in his teva, then he could have said, we could have said, I want out, I need a breather, I'm feeling a little claustrophobic. So, Nayak could have opened the window, you go out for a little relaxing swim in the water, and then you pop back in, and then you continue talking to the elephants and asking them how they're feeling. But nobody was allowed out of the teva during the mabel. Why not? The water was moving too strongly. You could have gotten out, but then they would not come back in. The water was too, the strain was very strong. The water was moving too powerfully. So imagine that. There are footnotes here, but they're somewhere at the back, so I can't look into it. But it is footnote 11, important number. So the strength of the water going higher and higher That's the way it's going to be in Yemaisa Mashiach. Powerful water. Hmm. Okay. 
Um, I refer you to the article in Base Mashiach, what was it, two weeks ago? Based on, um, I forget, a very important article that was written decades ago about Kapitel Sadiq Gimel, about the mighty waters roaring. And when we think of and the flood, the flood, the flood, all over the world, they did a very nice analysis about all the floods that happened in the past year or so, or several months, actually the several past couple of months, all over the world. And remember, it wasn't so long ago that the tsunami happened, and the flooding all over the world, the water doesn't want to stay where it's supposed to stay. Aren't you supposed to stay in your source? Aren't you supposed to stay in the wellspring? And then maybe you become a little bit of a river and you go a little far, but stay out of my basement. You're not invited. So why were these waters going, stay off the highway, stay out of the yeshiva building, stay out of the library. You belong in the river. So what was this powerful force that was happening the past couple of months in this year as we usher in, usher, as we were going from the year of plus Erenu to plus Bakol, wonders that we will see into wonders in everything. What was that? What is that? Like the Mabel. It's not like we read back. Remember once upon a time, Noah had a flood? It wasn't once upon a time anymore. It's now. And we could say that it's a physical embodiment of the flood of knowledge and of truth that will inundate the world. Well, we certainly need a flood of knowledge and truth inundating the world because there certainly is a flood of falsehood and lies inundating the world. So it's a good thing we're going to have a, a flooding of truth inundating the world. So it will take over over. The silly stuff. So that's the way it's spiritually, that's the way it's going to be in the Mashiach. The water, very strong, will go all over the place. Up, up, down, down, right, left, all around. Just stay out of my basin. So when did it happen? Spiritually. We know when it happened. It happened in the year 1656 in the beginning of time. That was Noah's flood. But when did it happen spiritually? In the year Tafresh. Um... 57, uh, oh, Tafresh, 56, um, uh, Tafresh, let me just think. Um, uh, the year Tafshin was actually 1940, now I remember. So the year Tafresh was 1840. There we go. So, so it was actually the sixth, um, the sixth millennium, the sixth century. It says in the six hundredth year of the life of Nayah, the waters, the, he- the water from the heavens, the heavens opened up, and the great depths opened up, and they met, and it was the flood. And so spiritually, it means, and this is a well-known sicha. Spiritually, it means that in the sixth millennium, the sixth century. That will happen too. And that Tafresh comes out to the year 1840. As it says in the Zayar, the, the windows of heaven will open up. The windows of wisdom will open up. 
Vahainu mayanas tahaim. And the great depth, mayanas tahaim. Ha-chokhmah she-iskavru l'may-lamayla b'yachasu kolaharin. The chokhmah that will go very, very high and cover the mountains. Oy vey. I'm just saying stay out of my basement. If it's going to cover the mountains, I better build my house on top of the highest mountain. Hmm. But the chokhmah, I'm happy if the chokhmah inundates my basement, just not the water. So the chokhmah will be very, very strong, higher and higher and higher, and it will cover up, cover all the mountains. And the windows of heaven, at the time of Nayak, of this flood, they opened up, as it says. So what does that mean spiritually? All that chokhmah. That's what it means spiritually. That the windows of heaven will open up in the 6th millennium, the 6th century. It corresponds to the physical windows of heaven opened up in Nayak's time, in the year 1656. And what will it do? that spiritual flooding of the world. Here we go. It will bring down from the water which is above the heavens. Imagine water above the heavens. You know what it's called? We just said five minutes ago, is the depth of the depth of a concept. And we said, what in the world is Well, here it is. Aymik Rhyme is the place, it's not a physical place, but the spiritual place, which is water from above the heavens. Okay. And I guess means on some level wisdom from above the heavens. But imagine water from above the heavens. That's called Aymik Rhyme. I guess that's the place, and I guess, I don't know, that opened up, the windows of heaven opened up. And I guess from Einik Rhyme, that's where all the water came down at the time of the flood, the marble. Shetoloi be, um, so, um, so when we're bringing, when, 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 when water is coming down from Aymek Rhyme and knowledge is coming down from Aymek Rhyme, it depends on something, Aymem Tas, something, because the end is wedged in the beginning. Um, it could be Amud Matataira, could be, not sure. Amidus Matataira, um, yeah, it, it could be that. Um, it's a Russian Tavis, it's not in the Russia Tavis book, but certainly through Matan Tyra, by accepting the Tyra, we make it all possible. So this is just, we're not sure. Kamaha Enik, um, uh, Shaila or Gvola Maila. Shaila Gvola Maila. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay, this is a little cryptic part, and we said we're just students in this, so whatever we don't understand, we just don't understand. We're not going to not learn because we don't understand five words. Everything will flow out from the depth of the nekuda. So, picture water, picture the river, everything's going to come out from that deep place. As it flows, same thing with chachma. Now, 
with the water, I guess, the water above the heavens is called Einek um, Rhyme. And with a Chokma, where does it come out of? Well, when it flows out of Chokma, it's called an Ayin. And where do we see that? A river flowed out of Eden. So it comes out of, that means a wealth of knowledge. Not only water comes out of Eden, but knowledge comes out of Shabina nikra nar, the chachma nikra mayan. So that we know chachma bina da. So bina is called a river, and chachma is called a wellspring. everybody knows that. as everybody knows. Now the process of pulling it out, buan nikra eon. That's called eon. Eon is an activity. We need to get our verbs and our adjectives and adverbs right. Eon is the thing you do, an activity. So what do you do? Oh, I do eon. Oh, so nice. Eon is an activity. You do eon because you're kind of looking and you sort of sense there's incredible depth. There's a lot of water in there. How do I get it out? Physically, you know, bring the right equipment or or uh, roll up your sleeves and dig it out. But how do you, when you see truth, you even sense in this world, you know that there's truth embedded in the craziness. You know it. But how do you get it out? You can, you can smell it. You can feel it. You can sense it's in it. How do you get it out? Oh, there's an activity to do. All right, tell me the activity. It's called Iyun. That will pull it out. Um, so what do you do? Okay, so let's do some Iyun. Okay, so what do you have to do? You stand on the idea, so to speak. And look deeply into the idea. A lot. Very much. You're not in a hurry. You just stand and deeply contemplate this concept. You're not running anywhere. It's the opposite of quickly going over it. And you go deeply, slowly, patiently into the idea. Kind of like those exercises where you move slowly. You know, you move your eye, wave clouds, you know, wave hands like clouds. Slow. But you look deeply into it. Maybe you can look deeply fast. I don't know. We're, we're not such a fast, we're not such a slow generation. But it's the opposite of going quickly over an idea. The Hainu, Kadei Lavolo Why should I go slowly through an idea? I don't do anything slowly. Who has the patience? Ah, you want to get to the depth of the idea? I do. Why? Because everything's so crazy in the world. I want to know what the truth is. Ah. So we're going to look into it deeply. Kamoshahu, that's in Pneumiusa. To look into a concept in its very Pneumiusic inner essence. The Teich Teichle. Deep, inside, inside, deeper, deeper. Daska. Daska. And there's an example of that. Here's the picture again. You see that the Mithra is very sensitive that when we get too spaced out because too much depth, he says, here's a picture, here's a photo, here's a pixel, you know, here's the visual, 
Come on, stop. Let's switch to the visual, and then we're, you know, it's like a sip of coffee. Okay, visuals I can I can relate to. And then he goes back to a deep idea again. Do you see how the Nidra Rebbe is taking us from our eyes to our mind, to our soul, to our eyes, to our mind, to our soul, to our eyes, to our mind, to our soul? See how the Nidra Rebbe is doing this. Come on, Mestakil. Like you're looking at something with your eyes. You're looking at a painting. And you're not zooming over it. You're really looking, you're not skimming over it. Ella you really look deeply. Those people at those art exhibits who stand for half an hour in front of one painting, and they're looking with pikuach. It's a different, it's a, a, a deep looking and patient looking gadol. Why? How long are you going to stand and look at one painting? Oh, I'll tell you how long. Just picture. Hey there, Rifki. How many, you know, like, what are you doing standing looking at the same painting? She said, oh, I'm going to stand here until, yeah, until what? Until I know it well. I'm going to stand here and look at this painting for five hours until I know it well in all its parts and all its details, inner, inner, inner details. Now, when you do that, so let's switch back from Rifki, standing and looking in front of the painting. Now, let's switch back to the concept. When you do that with an idea, Vuhu Hanikra Hispaninus Benun Kafu, that is called Hispaninus, as a double nun. Hispaninus means, in this case, you're not looking at a painting, you're looking at an idea very deeply. How long are you going to look at the idea already? Till I know it deeply. You know what? Somebody once in IGA in Montreal in Van Horn Shopping Center stood there and he came quite a few years ago and he was with all his kids and Tonight Horror was like a big group and um, I guess a man who's, you know, a survivor, Holocaust, maybe a son of a survivor, but, you know, pains, etc. and looked at him and said, how many children do you have to have already till you're going to stop? He kept saying it and saying it and saying it. And uh, at that point, a group kind of gathered around, and they were all waiting to see what this young man with his ten kindler was going to say. And so the other one kept saying, how many children do you have to have until you're going to stop? And finally the young man looked at him when a crowd had gathered. He looked him straight in the eye, and he said, Six million. Okay? How many children do you have to have until you, before you're going to stop? He said, Six million. So, all the concept. Until I get it. How long do you have to look at this painting? Until I understand it in its depth. How, do you, how long do you have to look at a concept? Until I understand it in its depth. All right. So what are you going to do to understand in his depth? I'm going to do his bananas. Oh, and that's going to get you to understand in his depth? Yep. And it's spelled with two nuns to help us understand the concept in its depth. Dafka. 
דהיינו שמסביינן ומעיין בי, why two nuns in his bunness, מסביינן ומעיין בה הרבה. This is the sentence where we're going to end off. You do his bunness and you go deeply, הרבה, a lot. Because I want to get it in its depths. And I want it to become me and I become it. The concept becomes me, I become the concept. It's not just an idea. It's truth. If there's anything that's needed in this world today, it's truth. I want to have truth deeply in my souls. I'll roll up my sleeve, give me an injection, two or three or five or boosters of truth that I will take. Rua Nikra Taich Taichai. And Rashi says, What does it mean, Biyuni? Rashi says, Rashi jumps into this discussion and says, Let's everybody. They're talking about whether you should learn a concept deeply or very quickly. And Rashi says, You want to know what Iyun is, learning a concept deeply? We say, Yes. And Rashi says, which means, by the way, before I explain it, Rashi is saying, I think learning a concept deeply is a good thing. I'm on board. I'll tell you what it means. Hispaninus, or learning something, same thing, means to stand on a thing, on a concept, on an idea, Lavino, to understand it, albaraf, to its very depth and in its very depth. So this is the end of audio two. You reckon that from this truth that we will understand deeply, we will fill the world with the deepest, deepest, most incredible truth of the Shema Yisrael Hashem, the Kino Hashem Achad, the Gula Mitzvah Shlema, immediately now.